powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Well, that was certainly a thing. Uh, the Calgary Flames are going on to the second round. I was thinking the entire time of a clever way to say anything, but my brain is still racing trying to figure out uh, what we just witnessed. Holy smokes. Uh, we'll get into all of that in a matter of moments, but I do need to tell you that you can get all of your NHL playoff action at Sports Interaction. Before the game starts, live in play or how your favorite player will perform, Canada plays at SIA, doing it right since 1997. With the most competitive odds, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com SDPN. 19 years and older, please play responsibly i am stunned i was able to get through that audi this was you did great uh thank you very much uh th- this was an amazing night uh my my oh. promo read um at one of the top four performances of the night for sure a couple other ones wow. topping it though mm. um i don't even like I- i'm still wrapping my head around everything that mm. we we saw so first off i guess how, how are you oh i'm i'm good i'm a lot better <laughs> than when-, when we did our pre-game show i'll tell you that much however i might need some tips on a good cardiologist in the Calgary Airdrie right. area. Um, my heart has not stopped thumping. I'm no. surprised it's not picking up on the mic right now, but <laughs> it's uh, I'm, I'm riding the high right now. This is awesome. I know it's the first round and there's still lots of hockey left to play, but this was, this was incredible. Um, I, we'll get, we'll get into it even more, but this was uh, this was a fun night as my, as, as I was saying, my voice, uh, before we went on is a little a little coarse as I'm fairly certain the entire community of uh, Sagewood and Airdrie uh, heard me scream. So yeah, um, apologies if you're my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one of my neighbors is the dome. So um, they, they can put up with your screaming with what I was hearing, but an unbelievable game and an unbelievable performance by the Calgary Flames. Oh. This was like obviously Ottinger probably deserved a better fate than than what was bestowed upon him but aside from that like the better team won this hockey game if Calgary lost this game um it would have felt like the Dallas Stars stole this one I thought like um it, it's a, a term used in combat sports more so but from pillar to post the Calgary Flames controlled this game and the the like we talk about needing more from different guys we got that we talk about like potential signature moments for Johnny Gaudreau he got that an unbelievable night, but a night where the Calgary Flames really did seem to dominate this game from start to finish. Like you and I were talking about it pregame with, uh, you know, on the show as well, talking about who needed to step up. You, I know you touched on that. Everybody stepped up who needed to step up. They played as cliche, get your bingo cards out for hockey cliche on the game over Calgary show. Uh, they played a full 60 and then some, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was crazy. They, uh, they never took their foot off the gas. They were the dom- the most dominant team from start to finish. Everybody was, you know, chipping in and we talked about the absences too, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously not having Chris Tanev was, a, was a coming into this game was a bit of a detriment, but I don't think anybody looked out of place. We saw, Brett Ritchie draw back in the lineup. That was not the name that we were expecting to see, but we saw him either way. And uh, even then, I can't even say he played terribly either. I think that everybody played great. Everybody did their job. And obviously, they, they skated their way into the second round against uh, the Edmonton Oilers, which will be a fun one. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. It's going to be this, awesome. This province is going to be on fire for the next couple of weeks. I, I cannot yeah. wait for I've never witnessed a battle of Alberta. I actually, did we talk about this before? Mm-hmm. 
When was the last Battle of Alberta? Did we find that uh, out? 1991 was okay, the, so the I last was Battle of Alberta. Yeah, not even I, born. Yeah, I was one. So I don't know if I really grasped the, the intensity of that one quite um, at that point. But no, like th- th- this is going to be crazy. And we, we talked about it in the uh, in our pregame coverage. Mm-hmm. If the Flames played like they did in the first two periods of game six in this game, then they were going to be successful. And they did for almost the entirety of four periods. Um, I, I know Dallas got more shots in the third period. I, I take notes on all these games. My first stars note came with seven and a half minutes to go in the third period. I thought Calgary controlled that one as well. It's just Dallas got a few more shots on net. And we, we talked about guys who needed to step up. Obviously with no town, if someone on the blue line was going to have to, I thought Hannafin played an excellent game. Oh, yeah. But two of the names that we mentioned were Toffoli and Matthew Kachuk. That is the best damn hockey game I've seen Matthew Kachuk play in his, and I, I've been here for his whole NHL career. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is the best I've seen him play and Tyler Toffoli, it looked like just another night at the office. That's the best he's played, maybe in a Flames jersey, exactly what they needed when they needed it. Absolutely. And uh petition for Brady Kachuk to be at every Flames home game <laughs> yeah. from here on out. Right. Is it you think that's got something to do with it? I'm not sure. But uh either way, what a what a freaking performance that was. I mean, he was lights out from start to finish. He was in on every puck, creating chances, all that good stuff. And then he finds himself on the score sheet, something that, you know, you and I wanted to see. We wanted to see Toffoli as well. And like you said, probably one of, if not the best game that we've seen Tyler Toffoli play in, uh, in the flaming sea. So it was, um, it was a lot of people showed up in, uh, mm. in the most opportune time. There was not much, uh, much left uh, out of this one. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm still riding the high. I'm grinning from ear to ear. I've got my, my heart rate still hasn't settled down. I've never been sitting in a stationary position and out of breath for no reason. So this <laughs> is, uh, this is a fun one, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. This was, uh, this was a good night. You'll deal with that a lot more when you get older, but just for not as fun reasons we'll as there. these are. We'll uh, get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things you, you mentioned that I, I do agree with, no passengers in this game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. This was like, you got contributions from everyone. That fourth line shift in overtime, I, I thought not, they were going to score it. I thought they I, were, I was convinced. I don't know how they didn't. I don't know how the Lewis chance didn't go in. I don't know how Hannafin's chance didn't go Lucic in. Lucic too. There was even right? that one where he almost tucked it in five hole like he always does. Lucic got a chance off the rush. Uh, yeah. The rush. But the rush nonetheless. Call it what it is. <laughs> yeah. On the curve. Like th- there was th- there was not one Flames player that I could have asked more from. Um, I was cursing the name of Zadorov a couple of times. That weak chip into the neutral zone that set yeah. up a three on two that took four years off of my life. Um, that, that was a thing. But aside from that, like that, this was honestly the, once again, the worst flame might've been Markstrom and he came up with a couple of big, he wasn't even that, yeah, it wasn't even that bad. Like that's the, that's the worst or the best part about it. Another thing too, that I noticed. And, um, as this game kind of went along, I was, I was scratching my head. I was like, how many penalties did they, have they taken any? And it was just like the most disciplined game ever. I think they took one penalty all game and it was the, uh, the Trevor Lewis, I believe it was a slash or a hook. Uh, in the first period, I think it was, mm-hmm. and 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 that was it. So uh, a, a very well disciplined game uh, for the Flames as well, which I think was important, very important, given yeah. you know oh, how, yeah. how how Dallas can make you pay on the power play. So um, I think that was great. That was yeah. just another quick little side note there. Sorry, I wasn't ignoring you. No, don't. Um, we don't we be got sorry. the uh, the schedule came out. Um, first of oh, all, for, for those who are into this sort of thing, um, I don't think this is going to be a surprise to many. We're getting Cuthbert and Craig Simpson on the call for uh, for the Battle of Alberta. That one seemed to be obvious. Yeah. Uh, it will start on Wednesday. 
Uh, Wednesday, Calgary has home ice, obviously, as they were, you know, oh, you such and suches. Uh, okay, so Wednesday, it's a 7.30 start. Friday, 8.30. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Hope everybody uh, brews, a, brews a pot of coffee for yeah. game over. <laughs> at least it's Friday. Like, That's at least true. it's not, uh, but holy crap. Um, and then Sunday, it is a 6 o'clock start. And then Tuesday, the 24th, it is a 7.30 start. So those are uh, the particulars for the next series. So a few days off. Yes. Or a couple yeah. days off, I guess. Not, not again until Wednesday, which Good. Um, I, I think this team really needs. We'll see if Hanev can, or Tanev, sorry, can can figure out what's mm-hmm. going on with him in the next few days. Um, I don't have the, the ice time reports in front of me. I don't think Shillington played a ton after he went brain first into the boards. Yeah, but, that, was, um, that, was, that was scary. Yeah. It was uncomfortable for sure, yeah. but the, the flames will have a few days to, to enjoy this one. And I hope they do. Cause like we said, this is, I mean, it's the most enjoyable flames when I can remember again in, in 10 oh. years of doing this with this team. But I, I think the big story, aside from Ottinger, who we'll get to in a second, I think the big story in this is now you have your signature Johnny Gaudreau moment. You have oh, yeah, when, when they eventually retire number 13 here at the dome, um, you, you are, you have the the play that is going to be playing on the video board as they, they induct that man or put him up in the, the rafters or whatever. Cause that, that was, that was the Johnny Gaudreau moment. Finally, we have it now. Oh, absolutely. And he does it all with the A on his chest tonight, which right. was, uh, which was lovely. I think mm-hmm. that was that was great. Obviously, with Tanev being out and the Flames running with uh, with three A's for most of the year because of uh, the lack of or the vacancy in the captain's uh, spot there. But mm-hmm. what a heck of a game! Just like from start to finish from him, that was just like vintage Goudreau. Like that's what we've what we've come to expect and uh, how good he's been all year. Uh, how many chances did he have? Like before he finally gets that one in overtime, he was, he was up there. Um, quickly before we move along though, we'll just get a couple quick, uh, um, chat, uh, messages yes. here. This one from Finn, the province of Alberta going to get absolutely violent and bloody. I think that's putting <laughs> it, I think that's putting it mildly. It's, oh, uh, man. it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see how many, uh, Oilers fans are going to be at the dome and then vice versa yeah. at, uh, at Rogers, because we know how it gets during a regular season. I could only imagine how crazy it's going to be in the playoffs. Those those outdoor viewing parties are just going to be mosh pits now. It's going to yeah, they're going to have to do something with uh with the red lots and then the one that they do uh, uh up in Edmonton as well at the Ice District. Um yeah. Flames are going to slaughter Mike Smith. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. He's been playing pretty decent actually. So um so we'll see. Imagine uh Liam says imagine if Luch got the game winner. Well, it wasn't too far fetched. Oh, no. It wasn't too far and that the dome would erupt. Oh my God! They still place would be chanting go crazy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it would have gone crazy. Um, Veronica, I couldn't watch. Listen to OT once I got home from work, then switched to the TV broadcast to see the celebration. I'll tell you what, I didn't even get to see this. I know you didn't, given that uh, your streaming service had to buffer. You didn't even see the goal. No, for those who didn't know. <laughs> no, it it buffered at the most inopportune time. He had the puck, like waiting to shoot. And then I get a little circle and then they're celebrating on the back wall and there's people <laughs> cheering down there and there's people like I'm getting messages and everything like that. And it's, oh, I, now, I guess it's over now. Now, you know how everybody who tunes into game over Calgary on any given night feels with the, <laughs> yeah. uh, with the buffering. So uh, I guess that's, that's our little bit of, uh, uh, I guess the bitter pill, but yeah, um, yeah that was, uh, I didn't even get to see the celebration. I was, my brother and his girlfriend were over as well and we were watching and then we were just screaming. 
All of a yeah. sudden the puck goes in. We were screaming. I'm like, oh, I got to go. I got to go get down. Get ready. I got some, I got stuff to do. I got to get on game over. And uh, yeah, I didn't even get to see the celebration. So I'll have to rewind it. And I guess watch that. Cause I do want to, I do want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to see hand, the handshakes. That's probably the most, uh, the, the part I like the one of the parts I like the most about the playoffs is the handshake line. So um, battle of Alberta, let's go. And then Mitch says my whole body hurts, Mitch, me too. Me I'm too. full on, full on sweating. In yeah, a, a full on sweat after that game. Yeah, I'm in my basement. It's cool. The coolest part of my house. And there are beads of sweat running down my oh, back. I just I had to go out on my balcony and just deep breathe during the intermissions. Like, <laughs> right. Just to, to get through it. Well, um, yeah, just a, an incredible night. And I, I've been saying this all year for for Flames fans. We can we can worry about what's going to happen against the Oilers coming up in a couple of days. Enjoy the hell out of this tonight, because right. th- this is that this is not something that we've had in this city since was it 2015 that series against the Canucks. That's right, yeah. and that wasn't a very good Canucks team that they beat. So no. like that, this is that this feels like a big deal. Treat it as such. Do so responsibly, um, yes. because like I said, I live close to here. So don't just just keep my place <laughs> safe. Nothing else. That's it. Um, but, um, but really enjoy this because I, I think Flames fans for uh, all that this team has gone through over the last little bit, this does feel like a real thing, and it feels like a a a first hurdle that obviously you need to clear. That's how playoffs work. But a first hurdle that just has to feel like such a relief for this Flames team to clear after everything they've been through over the last since 2015, really. Yeah. And one of the things that I found myself kind of thinking about as this series progressed and and obviously uh, uh, ending up winning this series, this might have been the like given the path, this might have worked out to be or could work out to be the biggest roadblock on their potential path to a Stanley Cup. This was uh, um, a severely, um, maybe not severely is the right word, a much worse team on paper I guess we could say I'm trying to be nice informing how I want to say this for the Dallas Stars the Flames were much better they were clearly the better team they got goalied hard and I just I I don't think that Mike Smith is going to goalie them as hard as Jake Ottinger goalied them Um, I mean that that, that's not the only thing that the Edmonton Oilers are uh, are known for by any stretch but uh, I don't know I think that this if we we look back on this run if it if it does end up being a bit of a run here we could uh, look back and say that this was probably one of their toughest, uh, toughest battles. It mm-hmm. was uh, a battle for the ages. It was it kept us on the edge of our seats and definitely um, heart rate everything through the roof. So I am not emotionally prepared for the potential of Mike Smith doing that to the Flames. Like that, it's that's crazy. Ugh, it's crazy you say that because I we got well we got talking about it on I think it was our first show mm-hmm. when uh, we we went down the path of potential flames to to be the the thorn in the side here yeah. so obviously mike smith was the second step we didn't end up getting that david riddick uh revenge tour <laughs> not quite that, i don't even think he's going to be employed in the nhl much longer but um yeah mike smith is uh mike smith Derek ryan uh yeah. revenge tour as well so i don't know it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun i can't I'll tell you that much it's gonna be a lot of fun and oh. i know you know a lot of oiler people i know a lot of oiler people it's uh it's it's just it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. I think for for both fan bases, as long as everybody keeps it like respectful, which well, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be. Um, <laughs> we try to be try to be nice to one another. This is this is like this fat the the Family Guy <laughs> meme where it's like first time, yeah, yeah. You, this is not my first time. <laughs> no. Like this is my first battle of Alberta in the playoffs, but I I've incurred the wrath of um of Oilers fans just on Calgary radio 
So, um, yeah, no, that they can, they can get after it. Um, I, I had the gall last year of saying that I would go uh, McKinnon over Dreisaitl for the, uh, the the heart trophy. Um, And uh, someone actually gave like specific instructions on how to kill myself. I was going to say, how was the, how was the text line on that one? Yeah. (laughs) Not, not impressed. uh, Some of them, quite a few didn't care, but there there was a couple who was like really specifically upset with me, but that, that does lead us into this one before we, before we preview it, I do have to double back. That was the best goaltending performance I've ever seen. Oh my God. That that was it, it just he was Thanos. He, it was inevitable that the puck yes. was going to hit him. Yes. If if you could give out the con Smythe to a, a team <laughs> that a team that went out in the first round, I wouldn't even bat an eye if Jake Ottinger won the con Smythe. No, he was that good. And, and it's actually kind of scares the piss out of me with, uh, you know, that's the future of their crease right there. Like he's yeah. he's he's what is he? Twenty three. Mm-hmm. He's a young buck like he's got all the time in the world ahead of him and uh, barring a Jordan Bennington or Matt Murray kind of uh, uh, career path after, after a great playoff performance, this guy's going to be dangerous in the Western conference for a long, long time. Yeah. And uh, I'm not looking forward to it. No, I'm happy. He's over the the central division. That's it. Um, Yeah. I think that's the saving grace. (laughs) Yeah. I've, uh, I've I've always wondered this, and I actually I've I've interviewed Kelly Rudy a couple of times, and before the last couple of years, he had the record for most saves in a playoff game, and he mm-hmm. is one of the nicest human beings on the planet, so he would never say it. But you have to go back in the locker room after you've made 155 saves and look around the room. It's like, hey, two, huh? Couldn't have got, just needed three. Couldn't have got did two, two, really. And like All you right, said, yeah, it wasn't fun. like like Markstrom wasn't even fantastic. No, like he wasn't he really fun. tested good either. Enough, like, but yeah, yeah, he was good. But like, yeah, that's 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 a tough one, especially given what did they finish with, like 64 shots or something like that? Uh, 67, this, 67. My bad. Yeah. And I think 118 shot attempts. Good Lord. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's tough. That's tough. I do feel for him because mm. he was far and away the best player of this entire series. Yeah. With not even close. No, not even no. close. No, the, the Mount Rushmore of this series is just him four times. That's it. That's um, it. Yeah, like uh, Dallas played well, but they, they were obviously outmatched. And I think there's a lot of interesting teams going into this offseason because um, I was yeah. I was looking at it in case we had to do that show tonight. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll save that one for later. Uh, but Dallas is a, a really interesting team now going into this offseason. Before we, we look ahead to the Edmonton Oilers, as we put a bow on a, a seven game series win for the Calgary Flames, culminating in a Johnny Gaudreau overtime winner. Um, anything else that you want to mention or anything else from the, the chat that we should bring up on this series before we get ready to wrap our heads around the Battle of Alberta? Yeah, yeah. There's a good one here from uh, Susie. Did you happen to see the Reddit curses that were going around? I did. Yes. I I had no idea that that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of my buddies was down there, and he was like, "Oh my god!" He was at the game. He sent me a picture. There were people with signs with these satanic symbols, cursing Jake <laughs> Ottinger and Rick Bonus and and everything. I didn't know that that was that that's a side of the Flames fan base I didn't know existed. I guess I guess they're there, but anyways, uh, the Reddit curses were hilarious. Says uh, says Susie, um, I'm ready for the Canadian Civil War coming over the next couple of weeks. It's not even just Canadian; it's just going to be the Albertan Civil War. Yeah, um, pretty much. I'm not ready for how toxic Twitter is going to be with uh, the Oilers. Hey, you know what? I can't say that it's just going to be the Oilers fans that are going to be toxic. Every fan base has toxic traits. Yeah, the Flames fan base is far from perfect. There are a lot of very toxic people, and we know that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, 
And then Andrew, of course, as he's listening along, Lucic series winner against the Oilers. Are we ready for that? Oh Let's flip the narrative, and it's going to be the Milan Lucic revenge tour. How about that? Yes. Yeah, man. If he does that, I will. Per- I'm, I suck at any construction stuff. I will personally build a statue of Lucic outside <laughs> of the Saddle Dome if that happens. That that would be absolutely incredible. Um, just a, a couple of other things that that you mentioned there. Um, yeah, like the the fan base thing. I, first of all, I want to say. The, the fan base around this show has been fantastic, un- unbelievably supportive. And because like we've given you all every reason to just like screw <laughs> off because with all the technical issues that we've had and everyone's hung around and it's been amazing. And coming from uh, and not like I, I'm sure there is some crossover and there's obviously like I'm sure a couple people watching this suck, but <laughs> um, you're not all perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but coming from where I was working before where everything was like, everyone was waiting for you to make one mistake and pounce on and tell you how stupid you are. And now everyone here is like, Oh my God, this is awesome. So first of all, bravo to um, the, 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 the SDPN um, listenership or whatever, because it, it, the, the response has been amazing. And so thank you for that. Let's keep that positive energy going let's, into the, uh, the next series. Um, and then quickly, as we're going between a, a couple of them, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because um, it's late and that was crazy. And again, sweating, uh, <laughs> yeah. but someone in the last uh, group or the, the last chat on the, the YouTube thing asked how tall we were because of our camera perspectives. Audio yes. seven, three. Um, yeah. And I'm five, nine. I'm so, actually standing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 This is actually, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I, I don't know if I've, we've actually not to my knowledge, never met in person. No, um, no, we haven't. Not, not I, yet. I'm, at least I, I am not as small as this makes it seem. My monitor is tall and I don't have much of a microphone stand. So I have to sit close to the microphone so that y'all can hear my perfect voice. But I, I am, I am six, four on a good day. I don't oh, know so am I. Yeah. See, oh, we're perfect. the same. We're yeah, the same. There we go. Yeah, we just it looks like Audie's my big brother based on how <laughs> uh, we have our cameras set up. Uh, but now the, the stage is set for the Battle of Alberta, like you said, for the first time since 1991. Yeah. Um, and to let you know how long it's been, one of the participants in that, I believe, will be in the broadcast booth with Craig Simpson. Uh, so it's been a minute since um, since we had that series. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. It is going to look a thousand times different than what this last series just looked like. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a lick of defense played on the other side. And I, I, once again, expect this to be a very long series. I don't think either team's taking this one in four or five. I think there's going to be a lot of frustration. There's going to be a lot of hair pulling. And the one thing that I think Calgary kind of needs to adjust to now, they didn't really play the matchup game a whole lot in this round against the Dallas Stars. You have to be very aware of who is on the ice when Connor McDavid is out there. And I think that's something the Flames are going to now have to pay attention to as they head into this second round matchup. Of course. And I, I, I think they can, they can do that. I think they did a good job all year of kind of matching that. I can't recall with the season series. I think they split it. If I'm not mistaken, we'll have to maybe someone in chat or while I rant here, uh, Peter, you can look it up for us. Um, I think they split it, but, but either way, um, like you said, if, if it was a split, it's going to be a much tighter series than most people think. If you're telling yourself that this is going to be done in four or five games, then you're just flat out lying to yourself. And <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you to lie to yourself. So, uh, so, so just keep an open mind coming into this series that it will be a bloodbath, I think. It, it, like yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a tight checking. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be all that stuff. I'm, I'm, hard, I'm finding a hard time quantifying it or putting it into words because I just haven't quite experienced this level of intensity in the playoffs yet from this group, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially given since, you know, since I've been here, since I moved to Calgary in 2014, it hasn't been that way for, uh, for as long as I've been here. So 
it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun to follow along. It's going to be a lot of fun to cover. Uh, oh. First and foremost, we're going to have a lot of fun, you and I, uh, breaking these things down and, and interacting with everybody in chat, I'm sure. Uh, I don't think there's a game over Edmonton yet, but uh, I think that's in the <laughs> works still. But I'm sure that we will have some people that would probably be listeners over at Game Over Edmonton come in and uh, and chirp us. Probably the same people that texted you on the text line uh, <laughs> yeah, at your probably. previous place, by the way. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to keep that in mind. Um, but it's going to be a bloodbath and it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Did you find that uh, season series? Yes. Yeah. Um, it was split two to two. Uh, the Flames outscored the Oilers 17-16. Um, so as tight as it can get, yeah, like it well, doesn't get much tighter one. than that. And so it, it was crazy physical. I remember, um, like just th- that the, the intensity for this is going to be like nothing this Flames group has seen, and quite frankly, no. nothing like this Oilers group has seen either. And I, I think this is where Milan Lucic comes in very, very handy because yeah. he has seen this all the way to the, the Stanley Cup final where Boston had some wars oh, yeah. and went through it with, with with Milan Lucic there. And so he he is going to be, I think, extremely valuable in this next series for the Flames coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the energy that he can bring. Uh, like we said, we're going to flip the narrative here. It's not going to be the Mike Smith and Derek Ryan revenge tour. We're going to call <laughs> this one the, the Milan Lucic revenge tour. And uh and, and we'll go, we'll, we'll roll with that for now, but yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really excited to see not only how he responds, but, but everybody else, if, if they can rally around that too, because mm-hmm. you know, he's going to be the pesty, you know, bull in a China shop that he usually is. So I want to see him turn that into some, some energy that everybody can build behind and get behind. Not that they wouldn't. Uh, I don't have any doubt that they will, but I really want to see kind of everybody come together behind that because I know he's going to be excited and uh, so should everybody else. Um, is there something that you see from a, a Flames perspective where it's like, okay, this is the edge that the Flames have because they have X? A, a way better blue line uh, would be mm, yeah. probably my first go-to. With or without um, 10F probably. That's it. Yeah, I, I think that even if you roll with the same group that you know, won you tonight's game. I think you're still looking, you know, a lot better than uh, than what Edmonton's going to put out. I think, you know, a lot of people put a lot of stock into Duncan Keith and 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 his pedigree and how, you know, he's been there before. But I just, I, I don't think he's the same guy as he was on those teams. Uh, I think right. he's more of a liability than, than anything else. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think they got them beat on the blue line and between the pipes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, well, it's pretty clear that Jacob Markstrom is is uh, miles better than uh, than Mike Smith, but uh, things can change. We're not uh, I'm not married to that idea until we start seeing some uh, seeing some hockey between these two in, in the second round. So definitely have them beat uh, on the blue line and between the pipes. But um, there are there are a couple guys for Edmonton who play uh, in the forward position who uh, who may have the Flames beat a little bit, but not by much. So. <laughs> Uh, if they can shut those two guys down, though, then it's a completely different series, which yeah. I- I'm confident that the Flames could do. Yeah. Um, on the, the goalie front, uh, I think it's an interesting kind of sub story to this whole thing in that the Oilers finished second in the, the Jacob Markstrom sweepstakes a couple yep. of years ago. And now there he is staring you right in the face um, on the blue line note like the we. I, I'm I'm already going back to to my old uh, employer and already like the text line. Yeah, but what about this? I'm already know I already know some Oiler fan is like you just praised Milan Lucic and his experience, and now we're dumping on Duncan Keith. And the answer mm-hmm. to that 
is yes, we are. Because yes. Milan Lucic is in a fourth line role with the Calgary Flames. The, the Flames have Milan Lucic. As great as he is, the Flames do not need Milan Lucic. That's right. The Oilers need Duncan Keith to be Duncan Keith. Um, I think if they have a, a hope in this series, but you, you mentioned the forward group. I'm interested to see what Daryl Sutter does. The the way that Winnipeg attacked it a couple of years ago when, or maybe it was, if, I think it was just last year. Anyway, last time they played, um, it was, they, they put the Shifley line against, um, against the McDavid line. And it was, look, we know we're probably taking the L on this one, but it's not going to be by that much. And our other three lines are a hell of a lot better than your other three lines. Yeah. I wouldn't mind the Flames trying that. I think you put Lindholm, Kachuk, and Gaudreau together specifically for this matchup. You have Lindholm and Kachuk, who I'm not going to say they're McDavid stoppers because no one is. Um, yeah. But you you put those guys out there against them. And with Johnny Gaudreau, you can at least make it even enough that your advantage on lines two, three, and four are going to be significant and that can get you the win that that is probably how I would do it. But I, I think you look at the, the defensive ability of any of the top three lines and I, I think you feel comfortable with it, but that's at least how I would roll it out. Have you given this one much thought as we get ready for this series? Yeah. You know, a little bit as we kind of been talking about this and, and I don't know why I automatically defaulted to Michael Backlund and, mm. uh, and kind of the shutdown role he's we've seen him play before. Um, and you know what? Maybe maybe it is what you said, and that's what they start with. But I would say the the backland line, the shutdown line that we've seen him, or not completely shutdown line, like they, not to say that they don't produce offensively, but you know he's he gets a lot of defensive zone starts. That line gets a lot of defensive zone starts, um, and you know they're usually out there against a lot of other teams' top lines, and they 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 play that shutdown role. And you know I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, kind of what you said, but. You know, if it doesn't work, if that's not the matchup, at least you got a good, like a really solid plan B or even like a one B, if you will, opposed to uh, just a flat out plan B. But um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's out far of the out, excuse me, outside of the realm of uh, of possibility there. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think, like you said, that there's a lot of options that the, the mm -hmm. Flames can go with um, in, in matching up with Connor McDavid in this series. Um, I, I just, again, I am buzzing about this. Um, yeah. The after the the game, there we're, we're getting some of the quotes and stuff now. Johnny Gaudreau talking about having the A on his chest. He said, "Thanks to Sean Monahan for getting hurt, so that I could uh, I could wear that tonight." And apparently, <laughs> there was a a post game embrace after Johnny Gaudreau came in um, from being the. Uh, the first star of the game, um, which I, I don't think surprises many. Although, no. I mean, there's probably one other player has a bit of a case for it, but uh, probably wasn't going to win it on this night in that building. Um, I, I just, again, I, I can't wrap my head around the fact that we're actually getting this. I am so excited to to see this, that there is a bit of a be careful what you wish for. But like I said, we'll worry about that on Monday and Tuesday uh, because th this is a, a night for celebrating. Uh, anything else going on in the, the chat that we should address? Well, uh, <laughs> ask and you shall receive with uh, with uh, the Euler, um, the Euler <laughs> fans finding this stream. Um, one account in particular, lots of uh, lots of uh, crit uh, <laughs> big critic on what we're saying so far. Uh, Flames gave up five goals three times versus the Oilers this year. Way better, question mark. Hey, they don't ask how they ask how many. <laughs> uh, so I don't, uh, if Markstrom gives up 15 and the flames score 16, I'm okay with it. They yeah. still won the hockey game. Uh, Look, and I get, I, I get what you're barking at. I get there it is, too. I do. There is not it. a world where you're going. If we were doing a draft 
going into this and you had to pick one of the goalies, Mike Smith's going second. Like that, that's yes. just objectively speaking. And I know there, there's a, a flag behind me that is kind of covering up a Bret Hart picture, which I need to, to figure out. Um, oh, but yeah. Um, uh, so I get like saying objectively speaking is a little bit weird, but just when you look at which goal you would rather have, it's clear and obvious. That's not saying we just saw a 23 year old outplay Jacob Markstrom. These yes. things can happen. But going into this one, I feel better about the Flames goaltending situation than I do about Edmonton's. That, 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 that's just that these are the agreed upon facts of the case right now. A hundred percent. And that's, uh, that's, that seems to be the general consensus with a lot of people who are re- replying to said, uh, <laughs> said comments. So uh, uh, we'll continue. <laughs> there's a lot going on from, uh, from this one account. So um, goalie fight in the line brawl is my prediction says Charlotte's uh, flames and seven says spike. Everybody's just kind of dropping their, their series uh, prediction. Now somebody says uh, Taryn boot says Smith is actually going third after Vladar. So <laughs> if, that's, if that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that could be very true as well. Uh, Look, Conrad, if, if we're talking, sorry to, to interrupt. No, no, if no. We're go talk, ahead. If we're talking goalie fights, Edmonton's guys got it. Um, oh, dude, we, yeah, he's crazy. We saw that he's a couple so of years ago. Not, yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, Mike Smith can throw it down. Um, he's, he is an intimidating human being for sure. Yeah. Uh, one goalie is a Vezda nominee. One is Mike Smith. I think that puts <laughs> it perfectly uh, coming from, uh, from Conrad who was at the dome tonight. I hope you had, nice. hope you had a blast. I saw that on Twitter that you were there. So, um, but yeah, now everybody's kind of just dropping their series predictions. Uh, do you maybe want to go there? Do you want to start? And what, yeah, what do sure. you think? Yeah. You, um, you, you start, you lead us off and, uh, and that'll give me some time to, to see if mine's so <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, uh, my, my first prediction is pain and, uh, uh, just tightness at the chest for a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be hectic. I think it's going to be a long series. I I think I will go flames in six. It probably is going to go seven. Uh, but I I'm going to say flames in six. I just think their depth at forward is going to be too much. Um, I, I think if Tanev is able to come back, that will help things out even more. But even without that, I like the Flames' blue line edge more than I, I like what, what's going on on the Edmonton side of things. And then the goalie matchup is just too much for me to overlook. So I think it's going to be an amazing series. I think it's going to be hard fought. I think there's going to be one night where there's 250 penalty minutes in a game and we're, we're doing this at like one in the morning because yeah. everything took forever. But I, I do think that this is going to be a series that the Calgary Flames win in six. Absolutely. And it's going to be that 830 Friday game, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be up. It's going to be Saturday morning. I'm like, man, I just want to drop in to play some Warzone or something. Right. I got to do the post game show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to say the Flames, obviously, for uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, I'm going to go Flames in. Uh, I'm gonna, I was I was going to say six, but I want to be a little different than you. Uh, I'm going to say seven okay. uh, just because, yeah, like you said, it's going to be very, very tight. If the season series is any indicator. Uh, barring anything drastic or crazy, it's going to be a very tight series. So yeah. um, there's no way this series doesn't go anything, uh, anything less than six. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that one. This is buckle up because we're going to be in oh. uh, going to be in for a long one on this. And I, I think this is a series. We just saw him step up in a big time way. But again, Gaudreau and Kachuk have to step up in this because we know Connor McDavid's going to be the best player in this series. Mm-hmm. And there's a very real chance that Leon Dreisaitl is going to be number two. If Gaudreau and Kachuk can claim that number two spot, the Flames have this one sold, like locked in. Oh, for um, sure. But like they, the, those two guys for the Flames need to be their absolute best versions, which they were tonight. Uh, but they need to be that again for what we were saying, six to seven games coming up in the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, and it's not outside of the realm of possibility. If they come out uh, 
looking like they did tonight for a, a series, a, a huge series like this, yeah. uh, then there's no reason why they, uh, why they don't. So I'm just saying if they put 67 shots on Mike Smith, more than three are going in. That's all. That's all. That's, I'm just, that's just common sense. I think I don't even think <laughs> right. that's us being homers. That's just yeah. makes sense. You ask if you survey uh, fans from every fan base, I would reckon that, 31 of the 32 fan bases would agree with you. The only one that wouldn't uh, are yeah. those uh, pesky fans up the, up the QE two. So. Yeah, no, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, anything else before we, it's almost midnight local time here. Uh, anything else before we duck out for the night? No, you know what? Like you said, enjoy it. Flames fans. I hope you're partying hard and responsibly uh, on 17th Ave. Don't be coming knocking on Peter's door. <laughs> He's got to get some beauty sleep tonight. We all got to get some beauty sleep tonight. And we got a heck of a series to look forward to starting on Wednesday at the Scotiabank Saddledome. So enjoy it. And let's look forward to round two. That's all I got. Uh, social media, where can the Oiler haters or the, the, the Oiler fans, I guess, uh, find you? So send your hate mail to uh, six. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, find me, find me on Twitter at Audie James. You can uh, hate or bash me all you want. All in good fun. Um, yeah. So at Audie James on Twitter. Uh, I am at primetime Klein on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and like I said, I, I'm uh, not at like super high levels, but I'm kind of a vet of these things. So if you come at the King, you, you best are. not miss. That's all I'm That's saying. That's right. Um, but no, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the back and forth. I can't wait. Uh, and can't wait to break this all down with all of you. This has been a lot of fun and we're, we're in this for at least four more games. Uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes beyond this, but yes, this was uh, game over Calgary. And we will talk to you all after game one of the battle of Alberta on Wednesday night.